You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gears, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to keep this thing short and simple for y'all today. Um, we are heading into a new year. We're heading into 2021. 2020 was a, a year from hell. Uh, and, and that's not a curse word. We're using hell as a descriptive place here, as a, a descriptive place to talk about uh, just a very bad, generally awful space that you didn't want to be in. However, it wasn't that bad of a year for NC State sports. You had NC State women pulling off uh, a win over number one South Carolina. You had a win over North Carolina in men's basketball, and you had an eight, possibly nine, win season in football in a year where, you know, certain commentators were saying, hey, we will have more guys. We could have more guys finish the Krispy Kreme Challenge and they'll get wins this season. So, all in all, it has to be a good year looking back in review on 2020 just for NC State sports, just for NC State sports alone. And I know, I know, trust me, I'm not one of those people that y'all got to tell, read the room, because I get it. I truly, really and truly do understand the reality of what uh, 2020 has been and what it really still is for many people. So we're we're going to move right past this year and we're going to talk about our crystal ball predictions for 2021. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get my Miss Cleo on today, okay? I'm going to get my Miss Cleo on. No, that will not include any scams and a fake accent. I'm sorry. That's not part of the package. That is not part of the package when you are rocking with Locked On Wolfpack, okay? But what we will do is bring out uh, what we think will happen, well, what I think, rather, will happen in 2021. To be honest, I think, in many ways, 2020 was a year of setting the table for what is to come in 2021, Uh, specifically talking men's basketball, women's basketball, and football. Uh, Again, Wrestling had one of the greatest seasons, actually its greatest season ever as a, as a program, and NC State has a great wrestling program. So, uh, again, when, you, when I talk about this being a 2020 set the table for many things we'll see in 2021, I'm only talking about these three teams here, okay? So, I'm going to go ahead and channel some of my clairvoyance, if you will, channel some of my That's So Raven And in 2021, the NC State football team will take another step forward. Possibly eyeballing, flirting with a 10-win season. And I know, I know you're thinking, oh, you're just riding the bandwagon, you're riding the wave and all that good stuff. Listen. This team has taken some very significant losses in terms of transfers into the draft. I am extremely high on Malik Dunlap. He, at times, uh, had a couple bad pass interference penalties. But I think his transferring hurts a little more uh, than some people are willing to admit at the moment. Aleem McNeil, first-team All-American. The man's no slouch. 
it's not easy to replace a first-team All-American, regardless of what school you're at. Unless you're talking Alabama or Clemson, it's extremely hard to replace a first-team All-American. That's just the reality of the matter. However, when I look at the production, when I look at what everybody else in the conference is losing, I honestly and truly believe, again, and this is not a knock on the ACC or ACC football because I've, I've, I've talked about ACC football. I've run it down a little bit. Not ashamed to admit that. However, it's coming out more and more. ACC might not have been the worst conference of the Power Five overall, which I don't, I don't think was the case this year. I really and truly don't. But with that being said, again, you look top to bottom and just see what is going to happen just naturally out of this group or out of these groups, rather. I think that they'll be in a position to uh, be better. So if we go through the ACC football standings and talk about uh, all the teams that lost some things this year. First of all, Clemson. Anybody who says that Clemson uh, is a is a a powerhouse that just reloads, they don't necessarily rebuild, they'd be giving an accurate depiction of that. However, losing a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence means a lot. He showed his impact via what happened the first time Clemson and Notre Dame met. Where Clemson, and granted, Clemson also missed a lot of starters on defense. However, they had they go on to lose that game by seven points. In the game that he plays in, they win by 20-something. And they let their foots up off the gas. They let their foot, I don't know why I just said foots. Lord Jesus, wow. They let their foot up off the gas uh, toward the end of the third quarter there. So, again, we're, we're looking at Clemson. They're going to be regressing a bit. I don't think they'll be bad. I don't think that NC State is now competing with them. That's not the case. But Clemson is going to be taking a step back. That's just the honest to God truth there. Uh, by a step back, again, they're eight steps ahead of the rest of the conference. So a step back still leaves them seven steps ahead of everybody else. That's just a, a fact of life there. And then you've got Notre Dame, who will not be in the conference next year. You're getting rid of a top four team out of the conference. Duh. Like, there's, there's nothing better that you can say for, well, what, what the, bodes a team getting better and, or what bodes a team appearing better winning more games and you just take a top four team out of the conference. You take a playoff team out of, the, out of the conference altogether. So there's that. Miami, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know how you lose as many of those guys up front as they're going to lose this year and still be good on defense. Uh, down the stretch, their secondary kind of folded a little bit. Uh, no, not kind of folded a little bit. They folded a lot down the stretch, uh, especially against UNC. And that's that's just, you know, that again, that's just what it is. The boys in blue. The boys in blue, they're losing top two running backs, losing a uh, top receiver. They're losing a lot. They're losing a lot. This is not – and, again, NC State is going to come back and be a, a good team. I, I believe that they're going to come back and be a good team next year. But, again, everything is about comparison levels. 
And, like, I know that, that Coach Doran, as a coach, has to say, it's not about them, it's about us. Good for you, Coach. That's a great mentality to have as a coach. As a member of the media, I'm telling you all, it's all about comparison levels, right? So, for example, if you were to say, hey, drop Indiana off in, in the uh, Mountain West Conference, how do you think they do? You see what I'm saying? Like, Indiana is not a bad team. They didn't finish uh, in the back end of the Big Ten, but they didn't win it. You put them in another conference, and you're like, yeah, I'm, I have no if, ands, or buts about it. They're going to win it. Why? Comparison levels. So now, again, it's, uh, the NC State is just bringing back so much. They're bringing back so much. I believe that even if Kerry Angeline goes to the league, I, which I think is, is likely, I think that Penix is primed to step into that tight end role. He is a big-bodied guy who can move. And if he has the ability to catch out of the backfield, he's already – if he has the ability to catch from the tight end position the way that he does out of the backfield already, I think that that's – he's set to be one of the surprise breakout players of next year. And then you talk about all the other guys that you're retaining as well for NC State. you got a Peyton Wilson and guys like that coming back. You, you've got a lot going for yourself. That's nothing to sleep on. That's nothing to sleep on. The rest of the conference, I don't know what would make you think that they'll be good. Again, like I said, Boston College and Halfley, I think that they'll be a little better in year two. I think they'll be a lot more competitive in a lot more games in year two, but I still don't really see it. Um, Narduzzi is Narduzzi is Narduzzi up in Pittsburgh. His team's going to be physical. They're going to do a lot, but they just lost uh, a first-rounder and another guy who's probably going to be playing Sundays on that defensive front. Virginia Tech lost Hendon Hooker, who, again, I think is a lot better than a lot of folks give him credit for. Wake Forest lost an uh, All-American and Boogie Basham. Georgia Tech's going to be a little better. Louisville lost their pretty much only weapon uh, in that tailback that they have. Florida State. I think Florida State's going to be a lot better. I think Florida State and Miami, I think the two Florida teams in the ACC, they'll be a lot better. They'll be uh, a lot better. But, again... Florida State is not exactly there yet due to all the things that happened last offseason with COVID and all that. They, I don't think they're there yet. And then you got Duke and Syracuse. So, again, I think NC State is in a prime position to take a step forward and possibly win double-digit games. I don't think that we should rule that out. They have, they'll have a lot of quarterback. Every quarterback that they bring in next year except the true freshman will have experience playing in meaningful games. Every quarterback that they bring back, even if – uh, I do get my, my last Christmas wish. I don't know whether or not it's going to come true and Bailey Hockman gets a first-class ticket to elsewhere. I still see this team, or it is a, it's not an IC. It's just a fact that every quarterback that they're bringing back except one has playing experience in meaningful games. Again, if I'm a bet man, that's where I'm going to put my money down. And by the way, if you're a better. You know the place to go to bet. It is betonline.ag. You go on their website and you enter promo code locked on. You will get a fifty percent. Uh, you will get a fifty percent bump to every dollar you deposit. It is where you've got to go to get all of the best bets. I'm telling you, whether you want to do a single game, whether you want to do a bunch of games single, or whether you want to do a few different parlays on prop bets. Whatever you want to do, go to betonline.ag to do it. 
and you'll be in good hands, all right? If you go on over to uh, their website, I'm not, if you go on over to their Twitter, rather, uh, at betonline underscore AG, you'll find all of the best bets and all of the best, uh, all of the best odds and what they got going on going forward over there. So trust me, it's not something you want to miss. What's better than free 99? Nothing. That's what's better than free, and they're giving you free money. All you got to do is deposit something there, all right? So, again, betonline.ag is the place that you've got to go to place any bet that you want to make. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And now, I'm going to go back into my crystal ball. I'm I'm, I'm seeing something. I'm, I'm, I'm picking up on something here. I... I think that I'm seeing NC State men's basketball finishing in the top four of the ACC, making the NCAA tournament, and maybe even winning two games or more. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, again, this is looking at not only the comparison levels, but looking at NC State gives me the feeling that they'll be just fine. They'll be just fine going forward in tournament play. They'll be just fine going forward for the rest of the season. Because, again, the teams that we look at as the usual suspects, as the powerhouses, they've all lost already. Duke lost to a Michigan State team that can't buy a win in the Big Ten. And, yeah, the Big Ten plays some good basketball, for sure. No ifs, ands, or buts about that. The Big Ten plays some good basketball. But, again, they've already – the they have not gotten a single win in conference, I want to say. I don't think they have yet. So, at the end of the day, I think it's safe to say, hey, I feel all right about NC State. I mean, I feel all right about NC State's uh, chances in this turn. I mean, in this league. I feel pretty good about them. I really and truly do. I, I don't – I really don't know – why somebody would be looking at uh, the ACC as it's currently composed and say that we don't have a shot. Whatever the rankings want to be, whatever people want to – at some point in time, you still got to go out and play the games. And if we're looking at what teams have done when they've gone out and played the game so far, NC State has looked like one of the better ACC teams. And granted, it is a small sample size. It's a small sample size. So that's like saying Shaquille Moore is definitely going to be the ACC freshman of the year based on how he's played so far this year. He's played extremely well. Cam Hayes has played extremely well, but their sample size is small. So I I know I'm putting myself out there to a hot take that potentially I could end up with some egg on my face. But barring any catastrophic injuries, I truly feel like this team has it all. They have everything that Kevin Keats could possibly want for his system. They have guys who compete from the from the tip off to that final buzzer. That's what Kevin Keats loves. 
They have some size, but they not only have size in Manny Bates and Funderburg, they have size that can run the court and bang in the post with the best of them. Those, those two things right there are immensely valuable to Kevin Keyes, especially because with a guy like Manny Bates, you can leave him down inside and he'll be all the rim protection you need. You don't, you don't need any other rim protection outside of what he's going to give you. You honestly and truly don't. And that's just that's my, my honest to God opinion there. He plays so well when it comes to anticipating shots and blocking shots. And the only progression that I want to see with his blocks is him learning how to aim his blocks a little bit. That's, that's what the truly elite shot blockers do. The truly elite ones, they know how to keep it in bounds. And that's and by let me rephrase that. Not even truly elite. That's what great shot blockers do. Elite shot blockers, that, that means that you're the top from this year to that year. Great means that you're like, when people think of uh, shot blockers as far as maybe not even all time, but maybe in the past decade, you're one of the first people to come up. If he wants to get to that level, he's got to start learning how to block and aim and keep it in bounds because with the guys that he has on that, on that uh, in any lineup that's going to be out there with him, if he blocks it to one of his teammates, they're going to run. It's going to be an easy two points. The defense will set up the offense just by that. So, NC State's uh, basketball team, I honestly and truly see them finishing top four in the conference and winning one or two games in the tournament. Because, again, what do they have that you would say, oh, this is a winner in tournament time, and NC State just doesn't have it? What, score, scoring out of the backcourt? They've got it. They have uh, very experienced guys coming out of the uh, – they have very experienced guys coming out of the backcourt. They have experienced guys in the front court as well. They have a lot of youthful guys that they – the moment has not been too big for them to, so far this year. In the UNC game, one of the things that showed me this team has something on their hands here was the fact that the young guys weren't folding – under pressure late in the game. They didn't. The young guys did not fold under pressure. They did not go out there and look god-awful in the latter moments of the game. They didn't. They didn't. They went out there, and they did exactly uh, what was expected of them, and even better to some degree. Yes, Shaquille Moore was not on the court to close the game out. However, there was not a bunch of bonehead plays by the young guys. It was Braxton Beverly with a couple bad turnovers or with a couple bad passes out of traps and with a couple missed free throws. But that's, that is the anomaly. That's not the rule. If you watched Braxton Beverly and followed his career at NC State so far, that's been that game and those four missed free throws were the exception. So that's, that's what I got to say uh, there. But anywho. Again, this NC State team, they have the makings of a team that's going to make a deep run. They have the makings of a team that they could potentially do some really good things going forward. And, again, they can finish in the top four. It's not unfeasible. It's not impossible. I think it would be a stretch to say that they win it out, right? But at this point, I wouldn't say that it's – I wouldn't rule it out. I would not rule it out. That's that's all I'm saying uh, about that one. Stay with me. We're we're gonna go back in the crystal ball for a minute. I'm, but I gotta I gotta relax a little bit. I gotta I gotta get my mind right. 
and and I gotta just I, I I'm seeing clouds, I'm seeing a wall, and you know what'll help you break through your wall, listeners? Built Gold, one of the best performance gels in the game. It is an absolutely amazing pick me up for whatever you're doing. Be it uh, if you carry it in your golf bag to have the best back nine you've ever had, if you carry it in your briefcase to have the best presentation you've ever had, if you carry it in your pocket to have one of the best days you ever had. It is similar to a five-hour energy, but without the caffeine, so no crash. It's natural, so it's great for your body. You don't have to read a bunch of ingredients that uh, they just don't make sense, and it's more syllables than uh, the old lady in the shoe had kids. This product is what you need to break through your wall, be it physical, be it mental, whatever your wall is, you can break through it with Built Go. Alrighty, folks, I'm about to land this thing, but I'm, I'm seeing one more thing. I'm, I'm seeing something. It, it looks like it's still on the basketball court. Ah, the women's basketball team. I think that I'm seeing a women's basketball team that is going to beat Louisville and is going to be an elite eight team at worst. And I know, I know you're thinking, well, any blind man could see that, Kenton. But I honestly, this team, this team that Westmore has assembled, they have it all. And again, I cannot stress how uh, how huge, how big time that win over South Carolina was, especially considering South Carolina uh, did not South Carolina did not beat NC State when one of NC State's best players was out. I I cannot stress that enough. I cannot 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 stress that enough. Like at the end of the day, to have Kayla Jones step up and do what she did and do what she always does and making big threes and and uh, making some clutch plays in the moment, that was amazing. It was great. It was wonderful. But at the end of the day, you still got to realize we were missing some of our best pieces in that game. So to have a full complement of weapons going forward in the season, and even I think that the Boston College game as well was good for NC State because they come off some big wins and all that, and they just came out lethargic. And that was a reminder, hey, this is still – College basketball, women's college basketball, and one of the most difficult conferences to play in in the nation. You cannot sleepwalk on any team. You cannot nap on any team. And I think that from that game being as close as it was, from NC State having the deficit that they did for most of the game and then coming back to win, I think that they you always want to learn a lesson in a win as opposed to a loss. You always do, and I think that that was the case with NC State there. I think that they learned their lesson in a win. And again, you cannot feel bad about that. You can't be sad about that. That's something that you've got to celebrate. They they had some struggles in the first half, but when I tell you they got hot, not only offensively, but defensively. Their defense led to the offense. That is what you love to see. You just would like to see it earlier in the game. You just would like for them to not get your blood pressure up and not be the cardiac pack. Just come out and be a dominating pack. Just come out and whoop the wheels off your opponents to start the game. 
But again, this team has everything that you could ask for. A player of the year candidate in Alyssa Kunain, uh, just scoring for days at pretty much every level. When you talk about uh, Kayla Jones, Jada Boyd, uh, Raina Perez, they you've, you've got players at every level who have played meaningful minutes, who have won a conference championship, who are now ready to take this show to a national stage. And that's wonderful. I honestly and truly believe that this women's basketball team in 2021, my let's see if my clairvoyance is off. I, I hope I'm not pulling that ass so raven where I only see part of the picture. I hope I'm I'm seeing everything clearly here. I truly do. Thank you all again, Wolfpack fans. I appreciate it. Every single time y'all come out and listen to me, I appreciate it. I thank you all so very much. Every day that you got to log into work, drive into work, however you get to work, if it's a weekday, even if you don't got to go to work, if, if the kids got to log into school or go to school, I'll be here with another episode for you. We're going to have my man Brett Friedlander talking Wolfpack tomorrow, prepping you for uh, the men's basketball game. So come on back, folks, tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that. And just keep on coming back, all right? Peace and love. And as always, go Pack. You are locked on NC State. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolf Pack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 